Well, it's uh, 4.51 South African time on this beautiful, cold Tuesday morning on our program. As-Safinatu ilal Jannah. Subhanallah. I think uh, um, our beloved uh, Markas Sahaba radio station, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, use each and every one of us for the khidmat of deen. I see this morning, Ustad, so many messages. Everybody wants the Q&A of last night, the podcast. I will be sending it out, inshallah, today after the 6 o'clock, inshallah. Ustad, it's a beautiful Tuesday morning. Hope uh, you're feeling much better. Uh, the listeners are making dua for you and I that our cough disappears. Amin. Uh, today is the 10th of Rabi'ul Awal Ustad, 1445. Let's welcome the listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International. Let's welcome the listeners of Merkaz um, Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Ustad, Assalamu Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Wa Alaikum Assalam wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum on Arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussein. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihil kareem. Amma ba'd. A'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbish rahli swadri. Wayasilli amri. وَحْلُلْ أُقْدَةً مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا إِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Today is the 10th of Rabi'ul Awal, 1445. With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla today we focus on the 20, Surah 29, and that is Chapter Ankabut, Surah Ankabut, Chapter 29. And verses 16, 17, and 18 in today's lesson. So Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us wa Ibrahim. And remember how Almighty Allah rescued and saved and showered his bounties on Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salatu salam. Ibrahim, this mighty messenger of Almighty Allah, his Nami Nami Ismigrami honorable name is mentioned 69 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 14, Surah to Ibrahim, one entire chapter dedicated to this mighty messenger of Almighty Allah Azza wa Jalla. And what is the meaning of Ibrahim, Abun Rahim, a very kind, compassionate father? So now he is doing da'wat and tabligh, propagating the true message. Remember when Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam addressed his people, his nation, and what did he tell them? 
إذ قال لقومه بدو الله واتقوه You must worship Almighty Allah alone. Servitude for Almighty Allah. Allah has no partners, no associates, no sons, no daughters, nothing. He's one alone and unique, and none is equal to Him in any aspect, in any respect. Read chapter 112 of the Noble Quran. It comprises four verses to understand Tawheed and monotheism. So you worship him alone and what taku and you fear him. Fear him based on the love for Almighty Allah, based on the respect for Almighty Allah. Every minute, every moment, every second, Almighty Allah's millions, billions, trillions, zillions bounties are recurring, showering upon us. <coughs> so that alone should make us loyal slaves and servants of Almighty Allah. And that is better for you, only if you knew. But human being today is so short-sighted and myopic that he will give preference to the worldly life to the year after, and he will put his hopes on idols, put his hope on people and creation, and in the rush and in the mix he forgets the Creator. He forgets who gave him life. He forgets who gave him health, who gave him wealth. So our shop, our job, our farm, all that are superficial reasons. And the real Razik, the real Razak, sustainer, nourisher is him. Almighty Allah, Jalla wala. So what are you doing? Innama da'abuduna min dunillahi awthana. Verily, indeed, you are worshipping, invoking, and calling besides Almighty Allah, Awthana. Awthana, the plural of Wathan, like Sanam and Asnam, same thing. So you must remember that these idols, you make them in this shape and that shape and so forth, and you make them in different sizes. One day I went here, you must remember, to Broncos Prayed, and just before Broncos Prayed, there's a Buddhist temple, and you go there, you will see big, big idols. So I wanted to show somebody the second time we went there. So I told them I want to go inside. You know what that guy told me? He said, no, you can't go now. The gods are resting. <laughs> so if the gods are resting and sleeping and all that, then who is running the world? You see? So therefore, any person worshipping anybody, anything besides Almighty Allah, you should think about all this. They can't help themselves. If a bird or any animal urinates, defecates on them, how are they going to help you? So think properly. So what ifka, and you are the people who invented all these fabrications and lies. That Almighty Allah has partners. He has a son as a Christian. Say Jesus, peace be upon him. So all these you created and you invented, and you are the ones who make all these propaganda lies and fabrications. Verily those you are worshipping. Besides Almighty Allah, they do not possess for you any sustenance. Can any of these idols, can any anything that is there besides Almighty Allah provide for you such sustenance and provision? Can they give you food? Story time. 
I was in India. I told you I've been there six, seven times, or even more. I can't remember exactly. So this was during our student days in Karachi, Pakistan. So we went to India. So we students, we traveled third class by train. So I was sitting one side, and Babuji was sitting there, the Hindu gentleman. So we passed the Gangna and Jamna, the Ganges River, which the whole Hindu say is very holy. So that's their business. We got nothing to do with that. Then whilst we were passing there, is Neto Nariel Nikala. So he took out the coconut and then he flung it straight inside. I said, Babu, kya kar reho? What you doing? He said, Me khudaku kilata hu. I'm feeding God. <laughs> so I asked him, Tu khudaku kilate hai ke khuda tujhe kilata hai? Ke you feeding God or God feeling, feeding you? Then he looked at me. He said, you know what? He's got a terrible own goal now. He was ashamed. He didn't know what to say. So imagine people are, you know, brainwashed and indoctrinated. Take the the nariel, take the coconut and throw and say you're feeding God. So Almighty Allah is the sole nourisher provider for the entire universe. So how can we ever say that we are feeding God? Obviously, that is factually incorrect. They do not possess for you any rich sustenance provision for you. Seek in the Lahi Rizqa. By Almighty Allah, you seek the rich sustenance. So you go to your shop, you go to your job, you go to your farm, you go and work you for income, and the income must be halal and must be pure and wholesome, not haram and so forth. Work in a casino, work in an escort agency, work in a bank and with interest, all that, all haram, all these things. In the Lahi Rizqa, worship him alone and show gratitude for him first and foremost very few servants of mine are very grateful to me chapter 100 verses 6, 7 and 8 chapter 100 verses 6, 7 and 8 innal insana li rabbihi lakanood beshak ye insan apne rab ke bohot hi na shukar hai verily this masterpiece this human being is very ungrateful unthankful to him all might Allah his sustainer nourisher provider cherisher وَإِنَّهُ عَلَىٰ ذَٰلِكَ لَشَهِيدٌ And the best testimony to that. The more Allah gave us money, assets, millions, billions, the more arrogant we became. We can buy off the judge, we can buy off the politician, we can buy off the mayor, we can buy off the maulana, we can buy off the mufti. How many examples we know like that? So, وَإِنَّهُ لِحُبِّ الْخَيْرِ لَشَدِيدٌ Why is human being at large, Muslim, non-Muslim, so ungrateful, unthankful to Almighty Allah because of the excessive love for wealth and assets that are there in the inner recesses of his or her heart. So, therefore, Islam instituted zakat, sadaqah, you must learn to spend in the path of Almighty Allah. The love for wealth will decrease and the love for Almighty Allah will increase. And that's the meaning of zakat.
Ilayhi turja'oon unto him. Remember to all make Allah is your return. And you don't want to listen. Wa in to kazibu. If you reject the message and the messengers, faqad kazaba umamum min kablikum, then the nations before you also rejected. And see the people of Noah, what happened to them, how the floods came and so forth. So remember all Allah is showing us about nations and generations, how all Allah totally decimated and annihilated them. See what's happening in Cape Town, what's happening in Western Cape, Eastern Cape. That's a small little example. Kudrat ka karishma, what all Allah can do in split seconds, remember. And you, O oh Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, O oh Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon you, you Khalilullah Nabi Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu Salam, wa ma ala rasul illa al-balaghul mubin. And upon the messenger, whoever the messenger is, then his function is nothing else, illa al-balaghul mubin, but to convey the clear message. So we must convey the clear message of the messengers, and hidayat and true guidance comes only from all may Allah you see last night with the grace with the mercy Father and Rahma mercy of all may Allah 63 people embrace Islam so we bow down our heads and say Allahumma laka shukru kullu wa laka alhamdu kullu oh all may Allah all gratitude thanks is for you alone all and praise is for you alone oh all may Allah Jalla let us now go to the news, views, interviews locally, nationally, internationally. Hillary Clinton woke, woke up from her hibernation. She still can't get over. You must remember how she lost the elections to Trump. So now she says Putin hates United States, you see. So why she blames Putin? She says that Russia and Trump, they cooked up their defeat of hers and she won't forgive them. So now she spews her verbal diarrhea. That is Hillary Clinton. Disgrace humiliated her husband, even disgrace what he was doing with Monica on the table, under the table, the harami. So you must remember this Azerbaijan and the other side Armenia. So Azerbaijan defeated Armenia, gave them a good threshing, and there Karabakh, you must remember over 100,000 people are estimated that they're going to flee from there because they fear that once the Azeris come in there there will be ethnic cleansing and so forth. Now listen to the Saudi Haramis, MBS, the Murtad and his cronies. So a Saudi delegation is expected to visit the West Bank. So then the Jutlas, you know the Jutlas, the Haramis, the murderers of prophets and messengers and baby killers, they will tell them, see, this portion we're taking, that portion Palestinians must take, and everything is hunky-dory. These idiots will fall in the Jewish trap, and then they will go and say, we must make peace with Israel. Any country now, the Arabs and them go and make peace with them. So they murdered traitors to Islam out of the fall of Islam. That's clear in the Quran Sharif, Sunnah Mubarakah, and Al-Hubbulillah Wal-Bughzulillah. We love for all Allah's sake and we hate for the sake of all Allah. And then they sacrifice everything. The Palestinian sacrifice and liberation, Masjid Al-Aqsa, all you must remember just to bootlick the Israeli 
israelis and americans apple you know apple the company not apple and bananas so apple the company with computers and cell phones and no they're going to increase they're going to increase their production there in india so therefore they love india india got 1.3 1.4 1.5 you know how the population increases there so you must remember the largest country today in the world so they're going to increase their production there because people today are addicted to social media listen to this here ukraine oh z zelensky we call him z z so he's on his way out you must remember that putin won and all of you who are dreaming that ukraine will win is a pipe dream so listen to what's happening there in ukraine the female pharmacists, female doctors and medical personnel are fleeing and running away from Ukraine. Why? Because they want to go for conscription. They want all the ladies, professional, no professional, go, go in the army. They say, go to hell. What must we go do? We can't become cannon fodder and Putin and his people will put a bullet through us. So they're fleeing and running away from Ukraine. BRICS must ditch the dollar, you see? So Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. South Africa is a small player. Therefore, it's the S day is apostrophe S, if you know what I'm talking about. So they were not the original founder. They came in after many years. <coughs> so BRICS must ditch the dollar. Who said so? The foreign minister of Venezuela. Venezuela, I've been to that country. It's a crazy country. You must remember that. When I was there, there was a shortage of toilet paper. And one day when I went to the mall, the market, everybody buying toilet papers. So I asked the ulama and the scholars there, what these people, what's going on here? Said, no, for six months there was no toilet paper here. So a lot of things just suddenly goes missing, you know. Bob Menendez, so he is of the Democratic Party, 100% pro-Israel, the Harami. So he is always, he lacks money, you see. So now they bribed him up with gold. They bribed him up with hundreds and thousands of dollars. And you must remember, he has been proven to be corrupted and so forth. And he says, no, I will be found innocent. I'll be exonerated. So they ask him, what's all this thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars doing here? What's all this gold bar doing here in your house? He said, no, we just kept it for security. That you, Bob Menendez, you Jutla or Jutla supporter, you must go tell the animals in the Kruger Park all that. I told you Sunak is a disaster for UK. So now UK is facing recession very soon. And we hope it does. Then they kick him out, remember. Egypt, the Pharaoh there, the Harami, Sisi, another murdered and traitor to Islam and Muslims. He might be bringing the elections a bit earlier. What elections? It's a mockery. So the Ikhwan, the Muslim Brotherhood, their leaders are all in jail. Or he martyred them and killed them. And majority of them are in jail. And they'll say elections and he won by landslide victory. 80%, 90% and so forth. So therefore they make the people fools and idiots. When they had free and fair elections in Egypt then Hafiz President Mohammed Mursi Rahmatullah Alayhi he won fair and square when Pakistan had free and fair elections then Imran Khan won but that's what the world doesn't want they want it must be a cooked up elections a rigged up elections see Gatwick you know 
There, London, you find two famous airports. We went to both also, Heathrow and Gatwick. Gatwick Airport there, 82 flights cancelled. You know why? They say shortage of staff. So what, you running a banana shop there or what? Can't you employ more people? You're supposed to be a first world country. That we thought in Africa with third world and fourth world. That flights just get cancelled. You're supposed to be first world. So remember, very bad and an indictment upon you. Iran, listen to the story, very interesting story. Iran arrested 28 people and these guys were all caught on the act and they wanted bombs and what and what to explode there in Tehran and before. But the Iranian intelligence and that were too smart for them and they say, no, these are ISIS. But it wasn't ISIS only. It was Mossad behind ISIS. You see, that's the game they play. So you must remember there in India, a Hindu guy of BJP will do something funny and when they caught, he'll say, no, the Muslims did it. And then all the trouble starts. So yeah, you must remember that Mossad and the Iranian and these people, yeah, they all play the same game. So then they will say the Muslims did it. Then not we got to do anything with them, with Daesh. They call Daesh in Arabic or ISIS. They're all Haramis, all agents of the West. And the Shias also are Kufar, but well done to Iran there on that score there. And now you must remember ANC realizes that the men, the women, the youth all are dumping them. So Fikile is crying out to the youth, you must become more vocal, you must do that. Now if you all stop your stealing and corruption, then people will respect you, but you destroyed South Africa in 30 years. So in less than 30 years, so therefore we can't blame anybody when they dump you. Make special dua for Cape Town and ask Almighty Allah, Allah, Allah grant one and all protection there things are bad there so many people lost their homes in the informal settlement formal settlements and places thousands of people from different parts of the world are going for umrah so may almighty allah accept the umrah my one to advise always show utmost love and respect when you are there in the haramain sharifain and don't get involved with any saudi person regarding politics and so forth they got spies everywhere they are prowling the streets and bowling the haramain in plain clothes remember in civilian clothes oh it's mbs they'll start some funny and you will get carried away you must, you can't go say that ak said is a murtad bin shaitan i will say you will say they put you away so the just say me i came for umrah yeah i'm not interested in all some give funny answer and cut it short don't become a big shot there and all these kind of things here. Yeah. Okay, inshallah, today our program will start in Durban and tonight we will be there, inshallah, al-Azin, Sistengar, the Jumma Masjid, Jami Masjid and inshallah, 7.30 is Isha prayer, Salat, Jamaat and after that, inshallah, the program will start and today, inshallah, for Mona Zahid's program, seven, uh, from 8.30 to 9, 8.30 to 9, the interview, the guest is Mona Khalid Yaqub of Merkaz Sahaba from Durban and inshallah 11 to 12 we have our bliss of marriage Mona Arafat and myself and 1 to 2 will be the tafsir and no commentary of the noble Quran inshallah I see there's a listener who starts saying that Mufti Sahib I married to a mad woman please advise urgent what's your permission can I release her by giving a talaq ustad Bismillahirrahmanirrahim when you married her she was not mad and now after 5 10 15 years she became mad according to you 
So the question I have to ask you, who made them mad? Maybe you made them mad because you are a dictator. You treat her like the do this, do this, anything she does, you're just screaming and shouting and so forth. So my brother, don't ask me that you want to give her talak. You have to do some introspection and so forth. That are you not the cause for all the woes in your marriage and so forth because the way you are treating her and therefore she's gone into depression, she behaves like that and so forth. If you just change your attitude then there will be altitude in that marriage both of you will fly no you can't give her talak you have to change the negative into a positive both of you start making dua chapter 25 verse 74 Rabbana oh beloved Allah grant us spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes read ya wadud ya wadud give charity she's the mother of your children so therefore brother you must see who is the real cause of the problem the way you pose the question then on the evidence it seems that you are the cause to make her go a little bit tipsy and crazy i see colin Ustad, he says ak putin will never accept a humiliating and embarrassing russian defeat what should the west and ukraine Proposed to Putin so that he can save face in front of the Russian people. Colin, who started? So, which newspaper are you reading, Colin? You are another one indoctrinated, brainwashed by the Western media. You know Seymour. Go just put there Seymour, Putin, and Ukraine, and you will see what the result will come. Seymour and S E Y M O U R. These are all guys in politics and analytics and all these things, yeah? He say Russia already won, Ukraine lost, and they're going to kick out Z, so you must remember that. Where are you coming? He gave such a defeat to America, to Europe, to NATO, and as Ukraine, and a whole lot of them, and he never even used one nuclear, he never used his submarines and so forth. So his aim is, you broke my Soviet Union, I, I if you know Afrikaans, Colin, I'm going to sort you out, America, and I'm prepared not for a cold war. I'm prepared to take you on directly with a hot war. <laughs> and then you will see stars daytime, Biden and Trump and them will see they in America. So remember that they were the foolish ones. They thought it will walk in the park and now Putin is 100% justified. If America is told that Russia or any country is coming to put their military and army right there in Mexico or Cuba or what, what will they do? They'll never allow it. So what business you had to come and bring here Ukraine and so forth? So you must look at the real cause. You, my brother Colin, I don't know you, but your analysis your, your, your reasoning and analyzing the situation is very poor, my brother. You took a vaccine and therefore you are getting indoctrinated and, bro- and brainwashed. Don't follow them. They're making you fools because they know masses are asses. <laughs> Subhanallah, I see Matthew says here, he says, uh, why is it never mentioned that Mary was 12 years old when she gave birth to Jesus? Matthew, Ustad. Remember that we as Muslims, my brother, say that, you know, she, Mary, Al-Azra, Mary the Virgin, Maryam Al-Batul, she left the toxic society and went to a pure place. 
Al-Munqatiyah So that is in Islam what we say. Mary, we say Maryam, my brother. And remember that her name, her name, name, honorable name, is mentioned 34 times in the Noble Quran. Jesus, Nabi Isa, salam's name, is mentioned 25 times in the Noble Quran. Chapter 19 is dedicated to this mighty lady, great lady. And she's the only lady whose name mentioned explicitly in the Noble Quran. Maryam means Abida, the worshipper to Almighty Allah. She worships Almighty Allah alone. So you must remember regarding age and all that. We will believe if we have credible evidence, meaning the Quran Sharif tells us about the age, or the authentic ahadith and saying and statements of the Master alayhi salatu wasalam. So you must remember that, which we don't have. Regarding the Bible, if it says 12 years old and so forth. So my brother, I pose one question to you. You yourself, which Bible you man, you believe in? You, you believe in the King James Version? Do you believe in the New International Version? Do you believe in the New Edition? You've got so many Bibles. There, there are so many different versions of it that even the virgins are confused. or oh, their fuses are getting blown. So for us, whether she's 12 years old or 15 years old, all that does not matter. You must remember that. The, what matters is that she gave birth to Jesus, the Bi Isa salam, miraculously. And walam yam sasni basharu walam akubariya. No strange man touched me, and I am not a loose lady. I'm a pure lady, chaste lady. Let me teach you something which you don't know. Who's the person who asked this question? Matthew. 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 Let me teach you something which I'm sure you don't know. You see, from very young age, I love to listen to the radio, this news, this, that. So one day they had Bishop Tutu. You see, you can go and check it up. So you must remember, so they asked him what you say, and the Anglican Church says, regarding Jesus. He said, Tutu said, he said, whether you believe Jesus was born miraculously, or you say Jesus' mother is Mary, and the father is Yusuf Najjar, Joseph the carpenter, for us is not a big thing in the Anglican Church. Meaning, whether you accept he has a father or not, it will not make a big difference. We reject that totally and absolutely. We say Jesus, Almighty Allah is teaching us a lesson. Inna mathala Isa, inna Allahi kamathali Adam. Verily, the, the similitude of Isa salam is like Nabi... Like of Jesus is like Adam. Of Adam is like Jesus. So Adam, peace be upon him, Almighty Allah created him. No father, no mother. And Jesus, Almighty Allah created him, no father. And that is compulsory and mandatory for a Muslim to believe in that. So to say Yusuf Najjar, Joseph the carpenter is the father, that is kufr and blasphemous in Islam and a person will go out of the fall of Islam. Mm. Allahu Akbar. So, so Ustad, Dylan says, why do most Muslims write their languages with the Arabic script? Dylan Ustad. Because Arabic is our Quran. We must remember that. And there's the Sunnah. And it is our language, our lingua franca in paradise. And every Muslim is supposed to learn Arabic. That's the weakness of the Muslims who are not Arabs. You must remember those who are not Arabs, very few learn Arabic. Those who are Arabs, they want to learn more English compared to Arabic. They suffer. From, you must remember, the inferiority complex. They think that white 
right is right and west is the best. I told you, diamond, my message is not the diamond message, the golden message. And that is, you must remember, to teach you through Islam, not to defend Muslims. So if you look at the Arabs today, they're dying to learn English, but they don't worry about the Arabic language itself, majority of them. And majority of the Muslims in the world, they will learn languages where they can make money. So if they can't make money with the Arabic, they won't. So that is one thing Allah, a million, billion, zillion things Allah has conferred upon us, but we learn from scratch how the Arabic language and so forth. So every Muslim should learn. Come, I teach you something, diamond. You see, if you ask your Pope, you ask your priest, you ask your rabbi, show me which book of ours, the the gospel, the Bible, the Torah, is in its original form, the one that was revealed to Jesus, peace be upon him, revealed to Moses, peace be upon him. They can't show you a single copy, and not one of them, you must remember, is a Hafiz, has memorized it from cover to cover, not one in the whole world, nor in Judaism, nor in Christianity. Now you come to Quran. Quran is in Arabic, 6,236 verses, 114 chapters, millions of people, male, female, adult, and children, they by-hearted the noble Quran. With Allah's help, Allah's mercy, I memorized the Quran by my honorable Ustad, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, my honorable teacher, and I completed it in 1970. I was not even mature. I was not even balik. Remember that. So majority of the people who are memorized Rising the Quran, my brother Diamond, are non-Arabs. So you go, I'm giving you a challenge, Diamond. You go and learn 100 pages of Greek and try and by heart it. You'll never manage. You'll die first. But we, Allah made it such that we by heart a foreign language and we memorize it. And chapter 15, verse 9 speaks of this. Inna nahnu wa inna lahu that we we have revealed this Quran, the reminder, peace be gradually. We refers to Almighty Allah, stamping His Majesty, authority, and His sovereignty. Wa inna lahu and surely we alone we will protect it, preserve it, remember, no addition, no omission, no interpolation. So that is why, my brother, the Quranic Arabic lives on. You know English. When we were in school, then we learned about Shakespeare, thou, thy, and all that. So all that is script now is archaic. In Arabic, it doesn't happen. It's the miracle language. Therefore, it has stood the test of time, my brother Diamond. <laughs> Subhanallah, subhanallah. <coughs> I've got a <coughs> sister Daisy Ustad. She's enjoying the program. And she says, I just want to know, A.K., is the resurrection of Jesus true? Yes or no? Ustad, Daisy. Yes, you must remember that three things are true. We all will be resurrected, remember that, on the day of justice. So that's everybody, not only Jesus. Second one, to say Jesus was crucified, we reject that totally. Quran states, وَمَا قَتَلُوا وَمَا صَلَبُوا The Jutlas, the Jews, they are the worst of mankind and the most despised in the Quran and Muslims and by Almighty Allah because of the atrocities and crimes to murdering prophets like like they tried to assassinate Jesus, peace be upon him, tried to assassinate Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi and they martyred and murdered Zacharias and they martyred and murdered John the Baptist. So 
there will be a second coming of Jesus and he will come there in Damascus and there between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem he'll meet the Dajjal, the Antichrist and he will dispatch him to hell and then there will be peace and so forth. He will pass away, my sister Daisy. You should not be in any days regarding this issue. So remember that Jesus will come down, he will get married, he'll have two sons and eventually he will pass away a natural death and be buried there in Medina Munawwara next to Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then on the day of justice, the day of reckoning we all will be resurrected <coughs> so that is what you must believe and that is what every true Muslim believes in. I've got a, a Jacko starter. He says, Manier AK do many Afrikaners still want to stay in South Africa? Now the Afrikaners are well organized, you must remember that. Hulahet Aldi Javiera, Hulahet Aldi Honda, and alles, Hulahet now prepared for. So you must remember, he speaks Afrikaans with me, Jaco. He knows, I come from Heidelberg, so you must remember your question. Yes, the Afrikaner knows where will he get his bright place, where will he get his big, big farms, and all that. So you will get another country like South Africa we know how the politicians are corrupted and that but the Afrikaners you must remember they well prepared and so forth I just sent out an article during the course of this week so there's one place there next to Kruger Park next to the Kruger Park or somewhere you must remember that and there was a cash heist you see and when the police came those crooks they started shooting the police they ran away but these whiteies, these Bura, these farmers, they were too sharp. You must remember that. And they got all of them and they just phoned one another. They used their dogs. They tracked them down and they dispatched three, four of them. Same time they killed them. Others, they arrested them. They got the money back and all these kind of things. So you must remember, I give you one example of this Bura. <coughs> when I went for a program to Bloemfontein, <coughs> When I went to a program in Bloemfontein, while we were having supper, so you must remember, one guy ran in the house. So I'm watching what's happening. He gave a fairy tale story, you see. So you must remember that he said somebody stole his car. But in my heart, I just knew he's lying, this guy. So anyway, they started speaking, then the Muslims. They said, you know, in this area, yeah, how safe we are, that we all belong to that one group, I forget the name. And the Buddha, they run it. Anyway, there's a crime. We just phone them and they're ready. They're ready with their guns. They're ready with their dogs. They're busy with their bullets, everything. So whether we like or we don't like, the whites, they knew about security. And our guys, what can we do now? We got all own goals going on. You must remember that. Maybe just like Bafada, Bafada, and so forth. <laughs> so you must remember, hopeless, useless. And then, you know, when I was a young boy, Heidelberg, if you know Heidelberg's history, Heidelberg, we had a military and we had a base there. When you saw these guys walking, you knew that these guys belonged to the army. Man. They were fit and they were disciplined guys. Every guy was Kalkop, you know, he has mm. no hair, nothing, or very short hair. You look at our guys, the police and the army, they gone so fat, you must remember that, with all the KFC and Haram they ate, you must remember that. I wonder if a war takes place, what they will do. Can they even run these guys? They're jokers, man. Come off it. You must remember that. You need a discipline. You need all that.
that. Now when you got gangsters and all that running the show, so it doesn't work that way. Allah bless South Africa Amen. and Allah Ta'ala guide us all. Inshallah tonight we'll be in Stenga. Barakallahu feek. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.